0: Hello, nerds and nerdwells. I'm AJ and welcome to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy, fuck nuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and seek a glorious death. Well, listeners, it's been some week. Last night saw us host the very first Adventurers Anonymous Patreon live stream. We got to chat to fans of the show and find out more about them, which was massively humbling. We'll see about putting some clips of that online real soon. Now we have to make some apologies, mostly to Paul at Ampersand Productions. We buggered up his shout-out last week. He, in fact, is one of the nicest people in all of TTRPG. You can find him at Homebrew Havoc, where he regularly attempts to unite the brightest and best talent for your viewing pleasure. So go check him out at Homebrew Havoc on Twitch or YouTube. As ever, I'm duty-bound to remind you that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. What follows is mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. Listener discretion, as always, is advised. Please note that the story, all names, characters, and incidents portrayed in this production are entirely fictitious. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, Places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. No elves were harmed in the making of this podcast. Warning may contain gnomes. Always consult your doctor before listening. So, without further ado, go grab yourself a drink, pull your chair closer to the fire, and come join Chris, Matt Raggi, and myself for this week's episode of The Adventurers Anonymous Podcast. Please enjoy. <laughs>
1: October has descended ennui upon my household. Ah. Well, me and Kerry both have a very meh. Yeah, like, you know, the, the feeling of meh.
0: Mm. Oh, I see. Ennui.
1: Ennui.
0: Ennui. Not ennui. Like, you haven't got, like, some sort of viral infection. that <laughs> <laughs>
2: His Wii is on! How do I shut this off? <laughs> <Just a force. laughs> I'm so thirsty all the time! I
0: can't stop! <laughs> oh, that's grim. <laughs> oh, dearie, me. Right, well, we've started recording. There you go. You've already heard us. We're out there. We're live. Even Squadcast can't keep us down this week. It is good to be back. I've got a new microphone. God knows how this is going to turn out. I've tried doing some sound tests. Hopefully this comes out all right. Who knows? Doing everything we can to try and keep the audio quality as high as possible. Um, Right, what's everyone drinking?
1: Uh, Madri, uh, Spanish beer brewed in uh, Burson upon trent
0: Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dormio is the taste of Italy made in Holland. Yes? Yeah. Uh, that's good. So you're drinking cheap knockoff Spanish beer. It's pretty good, actually.
3: Uh, I'm going severely off-brand this week and drinking water. Hey, uh, I have I have packing to do after D and D. I'm
0: joining you on the water, so no shame there.
3: And I've got to go put like five in the morning. So
0: oh Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, you're going to Finland, aren't you? On secret business. I teased this on social media. I said we were sending someone abroad on official business.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, official, official adventurers anonymous business. We're going to strike up, strike up some sponsorship deals in Finland, and I'm going to be in a castle for a whole day, what? a whole for all day. day?
0: <laughs> but you're going to say something yeah, more impressive. <laughs>
3: Finnish comic is. Finnish comic con comic yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's why me and Matt are going.
0: Hang on, are you going as a cosplay tatty? <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, I, I don't. I, I think it would be it would be really funny if I did that, but it's also going to be literally the least recognisable costume ever.
0: Just crawling around on your hands and knees.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm going as OG Tatty <laughs> uh, before he got his fingers back.
0: OG Tatty, just hack your own fingers off with a cleaver knife. Um, right. Raggy, are you drinking anything impressive? Come on.
1: Uh, I am drinking uh, rock the kezbar. I can't
0: remember what the brewery is, but it's pretty tasty. Oh, there you go. See? In a metal cup, because you're classy like that.
1: That's so we can edit it later, and we don't have to worry about continuity.
3: Yes. And we don't have to worry about branding.
0: You see, yeah. now, that Matt's, now that Matt's agreed to take on some of the editing of this podcast, he realises how much shit you can get away with. Like, the amount of times I re-edit in things where I fuck them up or like said the wrong word, I'm like, I can fix this.
1: <laughs> I can make me
0: look like a fucking genius. <laughs>
1: I'm imagining like, that you do that to us. Like we put something up, no. and then, like it's our voice, and AJ's, AJ's puts
0: a word in, <laughs> and then it continues <laughs> <it's> our voice. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'd never do that. No. Or you, or
3: you just have like you just have the same sound bites ready to go when we're when we're going off the rails. You just edit in your voice, going, "No, please stop. No, <laughs> no, guys, please stop."
0: Yes. I might have edited last or the other week's podcast to make the bumblebee seem far cooler than she was.
1: <laughs> if if one's just like,
0: wow, wow, she has
3: <laughs> the same backstory wow, as Batman. Be so nice to this to this vaguely southern person. Oh, uh, like, so hurt. So hurt. I don't know why I craft your, these so fucking enjoyed. characters
0: for you to just wipe your ass with them. Um. Okay, that's all good. Worth mentioning, we've got some exciting stuff on our Patreon. Massive shout-out again to Uncle Mike for not leaving us on Patreon. We have one Patreon, and we're very proud of him. Ooh. And uh, we're <laughs> going to be doing a live stream Q&A at some point. I don't know when. Hopefully, when 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 Chris and Matt are back from their uh, secret business in Finland. Um, and me and Matt have lined up an interview, possibly, with a miniature maker. So... That's either gonna come true Ooh, or I'm gonna be a liar. Yes. Uh we're trying to line up someone who makes uh D and D models. So hopefully I know Matt is a massive fan of scale models. Yes.
1: And they and three D printing stuff as well.
0: Yeah. There you go. I mean
1: mostly dildos, but also yeah. sometimes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, Dungeons and Dildos, yeah, of course. It's uh yeah, three D sex toys. As opposed to two D sex toys, which are massively disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <right. laughs> i'm not even drinking jesus christ this is already filth
3: hey guys sex sells like we might as well use sex it. sex
0: does sell we we've, we've we've worked that much out and that's probably matt the last bastion that we haven't really tried to conquer in advertising this podcast is sex and uh i don't know why i'm talking to you specifically because you've got a sauna of course it's getting hot
3: the hell do you mean you don't know how you're talking to him? Matt, Matt is the one with the most sex appeal I, of all of I
0: bring the sex to the... Uh, Matt's the one with the most sex appeal. He has the
3: nicest hair, yeah. the nicest
0: beard. It's true. Yeah, you think,
1: think sex, think Dungeons & Dragons, you think me. It's, it's pretty much a given.
3: It's a pretty straight line from Adam Goldberg to uh, to, to Matt Duran.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Via uh, Alfred Molina.
2: <laughs> um,
0: good. Right. Excellent. <laughs> It's not even worth having a sponsor. I don't even want a sponsor this week. I think Dungeons and Dildos are our sponsor. So um, let's just leave it at that. Um, I've got one. Oh, wow. I've got one. It's...
3: I, can, I, can, I can tell you who our sponsor is.
0: Do it. Who's our sponsor?
3: Today we are sponsored by Squadcast. Hmm. If you're having a good day, we're about to ruin it.
0: I feel like we're doing a lot of hate <laughs> to Squadcast. Sooner or later they're going to notice, but then they might improve. So, uh, okay. There you go. Squadcast and their mediocre service are our sponsor once again. I suppose we'd better get going, because we're running a little bit late, but then that's my fault. Right, so, quick recap. Also, last week's episode was an absolute humdinger, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I think it, I think I might have laughed more last week than I have done for a very long time. How
1: much, you, how much usable time came out of that? Because I imagine there was probably like 20 minutes, that episode. I'm
0: not going to lie. Listeners, we're a few weeks in the buffer for episodes, so I'm currently, as you listen to this, listeners, I am editing the Bumblebee, and I'm just wading my way. I'm like balls deep in sass from the players who hate it on the Bumblebee or the Wasp. So we're going to get to next week's episode. I'll probably start editing that on Monday. It is Wednesday as we're recording this. So I will let you know. I imagine we've got about four minutes worth of usable material where you're not calling <laughs> our listeners... Or like other unspeakable things, or hating on the Philippines, or uh, there's we know
3: every week. Every week we have to hit a, a different demographic. We do balance it out.
0: I really don't think we do. I don't think we've ever like gone to war with the Bolivians. I'm pretty sure the Polish have done quite well out of us. The Greenlanders.
3: See, the listeners. It sounds like AJ's calling the shot for this week. It sounds like it's Bolivians. <laughs>
0: All right, Bolivia. Yeah. I've never got over. What have they, what have they never got over, Matt? How they?
1: They're just so, you know, Bolivian. Bolivian. So ballsy. Those ballsy
0: Bolivians. Mm. Yeah, they're so ballsy. I respect them in a way <laughs> for being so <laughs> ballsy. <laughs> if Bolivia ever gets cancelled, will it be an oblivion? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, See, that's, that's this is what really happens. Good. I'm putting it out there right now. This is the shit that happens when we don't drink. When we're drinking water, you just get bad wordplay. That's all you're going to get out of me.
1: We need a Bolivia trivia session.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Bolivia Newton-John. Can we have a Bolivia Newton-John? Maybe we can, like, badly dub Greece. She's dead. (laughs) She doesn't care anymore. (laughs) Maybe we could just dub Greece into Bolivian.
3: We've graduated from Daily Mail-style headlines to cheap puns, and I'm all the way here. What do you
0: mean, Daily Mail-style? What, like, ducks give you cancer? What, like, the Daily Mail... (laughs)
3: That That's was yours, the, the, the Oblivion one. Very oh, daily I see.
0: Mail-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you reckon we've got any listeners left? If I just put this out, like uncut, do you reckon anyone would be left? Everyone would have left the podcast. <laughs> I, mean, I mean,
3: I think we'd we catch them for this episode, but after this one, they'd be gone.
0: Okay. Right, well, if you're still with us, I'm going to give you a recap. Thank you for hanging on in there. <laughs> Probably get about four minutes of uh, usable footage out of this uh, episode, too. Right, last we left off with our intrepid adventurers, they were on the outskirts of the coastal city of Nicodranus, having just arrived with the farmer Phineas Flange. Alighting the cart just inside the gates, Tati instantly noticed an ominous-looking storm that was rapidly approaching the city, deciding that time was of the essence the party gathered to form a plan. It was at this exact instance that Aristobulus thought it would be high entertainment to use his devious powers of mind control to brainwash Phineas, <coughs> to brainwash Phineas into removing his shirt and shaving his chest hair off using only a boot knife and some chicken grease. Why did he do this, you ask? Who can say? Maybe the gods told him to. Maybe they didn't. Either way, the farmer shaved off his chest hair and a godly chunk of his left nipple. The scent of which attracted a stray sausage dog in a cruel fist. In a cruel fist of no In a cruel twist of fate... Might just leave that in, actually. In a cruel twist of fate, the (laughs) sausage dog managed to fall from the bridge into the cold waters of the estuary below. Cometh the hour, cometh the orc. Hanash threw himself into the murky waters after the dog, rescuing him and making a new friend, whom he called Salami, or Sal for short. Did everyone else wait to see if Hanash was safe? Did they fuck? Of course they didn't. They went to the harbour to see if they could find a boat to hire. And... They were successful, hiring the rusty bucket and her captain, Dutch Nuggets. All that was required was a sizable amount of gold and a promissory note for a night of passion with Aristobulus. And yes, Hanash and Sal joined the party safely now that they were back on dry land. And so that's it, except for Belziar, who decided to track off to find the Church of St Silas, carrying the cold dead corpse of the monk the party had been hijacked by on the road to Nicodranus. The episode closing out with him dumping the body onto the table whilst the parishioners put on a soup kitchen for the homeless. And that is where we will pick up this week's episode. So do we, do we want to just open up, Belsiar, on you turning your back on a screaming church full of people as the lifeless body of a monk splats down on a table? Um, uh, that, that does feel um like fun. But <laughs> when the fun That's stops, just what you LCR stop.
3: says, this feels like fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: um,
1: no, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm not dumping it. I'm kind of laying him to rest on the table and saying, "I've brought one of your own back to whence he came forth." Verily,
0: Amen. Make me a persuasion check. Oh my God! I haven't got my dice out yet. Oh, here we go, listeners. Another fucking blooper reel as Matt cracks open his fucking edition of Pluto, who pours all his dice onto the This is, animal. this is,
1: people pay money for, for sound effects. as this good? Persuasion, you say?
0: Well, I mean, you can make an animal handling check uh, if you want. 16. 16. I mean, quite frankly, they don't get many crocodiles and dungarees there. And as you dump it down and bellow some religious words at them, it's a soup kitchen. There's a lot of ne'er-do-wells and people who are fairly day drunk. They all kind of salute you, and you get that kind of thing. Do you know, like in any kind of <laughs> British school, I don't know, foreign listeners, what happens, but when I was at school, if someone dropped a plate in the dining room, everyone was like, whee! There was a winker. There's there's a kind <laughs> of roar as everyone salutes the crocoborn as he walks out leaving the cold, dead corpse.
1: Yeah, it's it's exactly like the end of um, Milky Solid 3. Everyone's
2: just a single Whoa. tear rolling
1: down everyone's cheek. A flag is fluttering nearby. Wow. It's okay.
2: needlessly dramatic. And,
1: and where is future Belsia or past Belsia in on this sponsor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing. So just for the sake of narrative, I suppose we're going to say, Belsia, that you make your way back down to the dockside, just in time to see your friends who have now finished bartering uh, with, um, what am I going to call them, crusty nuggets, Um, with Dutch nuggets. Um, You see them walking up the gangplank, Hanash with a sausage dog under one arm. Come on, Sal! I ask no further questions and just follow him up. Okay. So as you all make your way onto the main deck of the ship, I am going to share with you what we in the trade call a map. Because the other night, I couldn't sleep. So I made loads of maps. And the best bit is, these maps will end up on our Patreon account. Right, let me put in the map. And again, I can edit this out and make myself look like a genius. And the listeners will never know that I'm really disorganized and haven't got a fucking clue what I'm doing. And didn't get this ready in good time. All right. There we go. There's the boat. This is the Rusty Bucket. Is that gone? Are you there? No? No, that hasn't worked. Of course it hasn't worked. Why would it work? Whoop, no, don't do that. Just talk amongst yourselves while we have copious technical difficulties here. Well, this has been an unmitigated disaster in terms... Of...
1: Can I read out some facts on Bolivia while we wait? Hey, what, what, what? Shall I read out some facts about Bolivia?
0: Yes, you read out some facts about Bolivia, and I'll very quickly downscale this image. facts.
1: Um... The official name of Bolivia is the plurinational state of Bolivia. The capital is La Paz in Sucre. Interesting. And it has a population of over 10 million. But what's the, what's the uh, national dish It has Matt? over 36 languages. Um, llamas.
0: Llamas? Are the national dish? <laughs> uh,
1: no, no, that might be the national animal. Uh, Saldana. It... A baked empanada made with beef or oh, chicken, nice. mixed with olives, potatoes, vegetables, hard-boiled egg, raisins, and spices. That sounds quite nice, actually. Oh,
2: that sounds delicious.
1: It's like a, uh, it, yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's a stew served inside a pastry. Apparently,
0: I do love We should internet. make those
1: for our first.
0: <laughs> well, interestingly, interesting, just cookbook. breaking in, me and Sham were talking about booking our very first adventurers anonymous Christmas party. <gasps> Yes. So uh, maybe we can get what are they called, llamas? Empanadas. <laughs> oh, empanadas. Sorry. Saltenia.
1: Saltenia. I like
3: well, how they kind, of, kind of Italian.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's possibly just the accent he's using.
3: <laughs> we're not saying that Bolivians are kind of Italian. That's 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 not why we're going.
0: No, we would never say that. Keep going. We're doing well. I've got the map open. I'm just saving it at a sensible resolution. So, what else about Bolivia? Who's the most famous Bolivian of all time, Matt? Um, Simon
1: Bolivia? Simon Bolivia? Oh, he was Venezuelan.
0: Uh, no, 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 he's a real person. What, Simon Bolivia? Not... Yeah. Who's yes, Simon no. Bolivia? Did he, did he <laughs> represent them in Eurovision? I mean, now
1: I say that, it sounds like a made-up name, but no, it's it's a real person. Okay, who's
0: Simon Bolivia? Come on.
1: Simon Bolivia, I think he freed all of the South America from the Spanish. Oh. That's as far as my Spanish <laughs> the American history South goes. America. Yeah.
0: Most of it. A lot a lot of them. Did he play the flute and all the snakes left Bolivia?
3: Nope. Yes. That was St. Yes, that, that Patrick, you dimwit. <laughs> oh, that was St. Patrick. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I was close. Simon José Antonio de la Santísima Trinidad Bolivia y Palacios was a Venezuelan military and political leader who led Colombia, Venezuela, Ecuador, Peru, Panama, and Bolivia to independence from the Spanish Empire.
3: God damn. Hey, you say we don't learn anything on this podcast. Yeah. I I feel clever.
0: (laughs) I mean, this this has probably been like, watch this now be an absolute best-selling episode. This is going to go like hotcakes. We're just going to turn into a fact. We're going to pivot away from D and D into facts. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to pivot. We're going to pivot away from <laughs> the, D&D. the facts podcast. Uh, Dungeons
1: and Bolivias. It's just be like Matt saying things like him, bullshit, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then bullshit more, and they're like, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, that <laughs> seems that seems legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I'm trying to save the image at a sensible resolution. Does that work? Maybe. Maybe. This, it this... better be fucking 4K. Shut up, Raggy. Don't, don't hurt my feelings, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, not, it's, not, it's not 4K.
0: I don't even know where I fucking saved it, than the fact it's in 4K. Where, where? Oh, and bearing the lead,
1: uh, Bolivia and Peru are home to Lake Titicaca. You shut up. The most funnily named lake in oh, the world.
0: Yeah. Is that really where Lake Titicaca is?
2: Yeah. Huh. Well, there you
0: go.
1: Which is, as we as we all know,
0: the world's highest lake that's deep enough for a boat to sail on. Is it? Apparently. And what perfect timing as we segue out of sails and into a map for a boat. There you go, listeners. I finally pulled my thumb from out of my arsehole and I got the map of the boat. There you go. There's a 3K. Are you happy with a fucking 3K map, Raggy? Is it good enough for you?
1: (laughs) No. No. Uh, Jesus Christ. But it was worth the wait
0: Wow. It's a good I, map. I almost believe you in a way. I'm not sure. I can't really feel like you might be being actually real with me. The squid's a nice touch. All the uh, yeah. There you go. So, listeners, I will make that map available on Patreon uh, eventually, no doubt. In about 100 years' time, we'll also put it on social media. But for the time being, there you go. That's not actually um, two maps. That is, the top one is the deck down, and the bottom one is the floor below. So um, we'll say you go for a good old roam around, and the thing on the left-hand side at the top, which looks like a giant wheel, is in fact the crow's nest, just seen from above.
3: Hmm. That that classic deck down view.
0: There you go. You got a deck down view.
1: So there you go. Who's um who's the who's the mascot at the front? Is that Poseidon?
0: Um, it's a great question, Greggy. I have this totally prepared. Yeah. That's um, Wilga Fortis. <laughs> Wilga Fortis is the um, three-nippled nymph um, who is the um, patron of Nicodranus. Yeah, Wilga Fortis, the three-nippled nymph. Which is a uh, funny.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she only has two breasts. She has three nipples, but two breasts. That's why they like her so much. <laughs>
1: Is one of the breasts two nipples, or is the nipple outside of the breast
0: area? Oh, I see. Right, um, as you. So, as everyone else is, well, that's part of the legend. No one knows. As everyone else is getting to grips with the boat and they're checking it out, and um, Dutch Nuggets is inducting you. Everyone looks over, and you just see Hanash just like going off the front of the boat, just like dragging himself along the what's the prow? I'm not very good with boats. What's the what's the thing that sits proud off the front of a boat? Yeah, it's the prow. Prow, yeah. So you look over as the prow extends. You just see, you just see Hanash dragging himself along the prow, like rolling underneath and just uh, having a look to see. And you notice uh, it's two on the left, one on the right. Hanash. Uh, yes, yes. The best bit is though they're not in a line. Two of them are in a line, but one of them's above the other one. Ooh. So, on the left hand side they're they're top and bottom interesting, whereas on the right hand side, there you go. that's the kind of attention to detail that we get to whilst um creating backgrounds as you are um climbing across the woods, you also notice that um the boat is made from sequoian redwood, just another little detail just a it's it's Ooh.
1: Ooh. that's nice.
3: Um can i um just like stood out on the uh on the deck of the ship can i uh, can I look at the uh the storm front that we're heading towards and just see like how quickly it's progressing towards us like in relation to like how quickly we're moving towards it i guess i guess I'm trying to get an idea of how bad the storm oh, okay. is okay
0: you you haven't thought. undocked yet that's not an expression you haven't set forth uh you're still. On the harbour side, so you haven't cast off. Okay, you're still there. You you stand, Tatsy, You stand at the edge of the railing and you look out to sea, and uh, you see the storm front must be twenty miles away. I mean, you're you're better suited on land as a hunter, but you would say, judging by the clouds and judging by what you know of trying to navigate as a as a hunter, you'd say possibly the storm front is some twenty miles off.
1: I just wave at
0: Tati from, like, the front of the ship where I'm hanging up. <laughs> just on the prowl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I just give him a finger gun. <laughs> what,
0: what you notice, Hanash, is that Sal is standing at the front of the boat and he's looking very nervous as his master or his newfound friend is. Um, you're, you're hanging on. The only thing I can think of to liken it to, listeners, is a sloth. Do you know the way a sloth holds onto a branch? It kind of slings its hands <laughs> over the top and it hangs down with its hands and feet. You're, you're holding on like a sloth to the prow, as some of the crew are starting <laughs> to get a little bit, like, they're like, just a little bit scared. that's a ginormous man with a spike sticking out of his head who's currently, like, treating their boat like Takeshi's castle.
1: <laughs> okay, I do a couple of pull-ups and then I make my way back.
0: Okay, uh, make me an athletics check. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> At least we're still dark. <laughs> Uh,
0: 21. 21! Everyone is a bit, you know, everyone is looking, but they're pretending they're not looking. Like they don't want to seem overly concerned, but everyone's side eyeing you. Um, as once again, you're doing a diet coat break kind of thing as you just <laughs> swing your feet out and hang <laughs> off the prowl, and everyone's like, R-. you can, you can, Belciar, Tati, you almost feel people's breath catch in their chest as everyone watches the um, shredded half orc. As, um, He just swings down. You you see him just chinning up onto the prow, uh, his head banging off the three nipples as he goes up and down. And then he just, you know, just with a a fluidity, with a grace, almost, have you ever seen the way Jackie Chan used to do parkour? It was just disgustingly fluid. Uh, in, In almost like a single fluid motion, Hanash just vaults himself back onto the front of the deck and scoops up Sal in his arms. As Sal licks his eye.
2: Yeah,
1: Sal.
0: <laughs>
1: you are 100% going to get pink eye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Name yeah, of the I, I episode.
1: Like, i like, yeah, to just, like to just keep him near me. Oh, that's
0: nice. That's lovely. <laughs> okay, right. As uh, you all gather on the deck, you see that uh, Dutch Nuggets... Is now back. Now, as we described Dutch Nuggets before, if anyone missed last week's episode, you probably haven't got a fucking clue what's going on, but I will describe Dutch Nuggets to you anyway. He is a barbarian. He is a large framed man. Even standing next to Hanash, he looks large. He has a fur coat that hangs off his shoulders and a greasy string vest that does very little to hide his amazing physique, uh, with slicked back greasy hair. Um, he gathers you all in, as he says, "You'll be paying up front. The sexual favors can wait. The gold cannot."
3: Uh, I give him the seventy-five gold. I think it was. Um, we said a hundred and fifty. Did we fuck? I definitely wrote down seventy-five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make me,
0: make me a persuasion check. Aristobulus is like, "I'm happy to give you half." The sexual I'm fulfillment good. up front if you want.
3: <laughs> I could. Uh, 21.
0: He looks at you and he looks at Aristobulus as the wind blows through and just catches the edge of Aristobulus's hem as it rides up on the breeze and shows his pale, pasty ass. You see <laughs> Dutch nuggets just get a, a piece of spit or just his mouth is starting to get moist as he looks down at Aristobulus he's like I'll take 75
3: excellent I I give him the 75 now.
0: but this pervert better be as greasy as he looks <laughs> Ew. so Aristobulus is like I'm offended by that as we've already discussed in a previous episode I always keep my balls greased
3: <laughs> uh, I hand I hand the captain uh, a little pouch with seventy-five gold in.
0: Amazing. He does that weird thing that people do in films, where they don't really count it; they just put it in one hand and just weigh it, and it feels right to him. As um, he tucks it into, um, so you see, like sewn into the lining of his fur jacket, he's got little secret pockets. As he just pops some of them in, um, as he puts it in, you you catch what you think are like throwing knives, which are also secreted on the inside of his jacket. Um, as he's like, very well. Aristobulus. What is it? Crocoborn. Oh, sorry. <laughs> nice dungarees.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say Aristobulus also hands him a small pouch. As
0: Aristobulus puts his small pouch <laughs> as the man turns around. <laughs> sorry. Just with the two wizened walnuts in a pouch. <laughs> just cradled. Not in front of the crew. Save it for after dark.
3: <laughs> I want them to think I'm professional and not a, not a stinking pervert.
0: <laughs> what happens at sea stays at sea. But we are still in the harbor, so some level of discretion must be shown.
3: <laughs> Technically, we're on the water. You can probably do what you want.
0: Just like that floating brothel over there. Yezzy says, I do not need more fines from the city guard. So, tuck it away, old man. Um, as you get taken for a tour of the boat, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a hireable boat. Clearly they have some berths down below. Now, the berths, when I say berths, you're not going to get a cabin in a boat like this. You're going to get a hammock. So as you go down, you see the, it's still a functional boat underneath. There's, there's weapon stations. There's a storeroom at the front. There are hammocks for the crew and there's a few hammocks left over for each of you. Um, and you also see a kitchenette area. And at the back of the boat, you also see some recreational tables with some playing cards on them and a door that just says private nuggets. Private nuggets. I mean, he's not, pri- he's a captain nuggets. He's, he's, his nuggets have risen through the ranks. <laughs> <clears throat> his uncle was Colonel Nuggets. His great grandfather, Field Marshal Nuggets. <laughs> was
3: yeah, <laughs> just a storeroom full of chicken nuggets.
0: As <laughs> <laughs> so you open the door, 8.6 tons of nuggets. No, uh, those are his private quarters, which you may have a glimpse of of the map, but for, for the sake of not metagaming, you are unaware of what the inside of Nuggets' boudoir looks like.
3: Solid. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna say to say to the captain, uh, when, can we, when can we expect to cast off?
0: He says, I would like a parley with you first. Come and join me. In the mess. Cool. I follow him. As he shouts at the top of his voice, he says, Sleepy, you lazy cunt. Prepares to sail. As you see the doddery old man who you saw before who just comes out, he almost moves like a penguin that shit himself. He just kind of like waddles on. Um, as Sleepy just runs around. Sleepy is the opposite of Dutch Nuggets. Sleepy is pathetic and old, but you do get the feeling that Sleepy has the respect of the crew. As Dutch Nuggets takes you down into the bowels of the ship, I know all the technical terms, as he takes you to the back where there's two dirty tables which are slick with grease and what you think may be blood in some places, Um, as he sweeps off a pile of playing cards onto the floor and um, gathers you round, he cracks open a bottle of some foul-looking grog and pours each of you a mug.
3: We must talk of your plans. Cool. Um, I'm going to take a take a swig of grog.
0: Make me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh,
2: that's not as bad as I expected it to be. Actually, uh, uh. fifteen.
0: Fifteen. You feel it? I don't know if you have ever had. You probably have because you're all consenting adults. Consenting was a weird word to use there, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stand by it. Do you know when you have really strong liquor and you can just feel it burning down your throat and then you can just feel it zigzagging around your stomach? Yeah, it's a bit like that. This shit is potent. What it lacks in flavor, it makes up for in ferocity. As you feel it, you do that kind of, like, you drink it and then you have to kind of internalize a... <laughs> <coughs> uh, it does you no harm. On your travels, you've drank some fairly terrible things. Um as, uh, yeah, he, 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 he puts two of his meaty chops down on the table and he draws a map of the, the oceans out around Nicodranus and he says, Well, you've paid for my time. Where would you like to go?
3: Looking at the, can I look at the, the map of the oceans that he's got around Nicodranus mm. um, against, against our pretty clear knowledge of where the storm is because we've, we've seen it? Absolutely. Um, and kind of point out to him, roughly where the storm is now and i guess asking for his his best directions of how to get there
0: okay so as he lays the map out you can see one of the corners starts folding back in as he swiftly pulls a knife from up one sleeve and slams it through the map into the table to hold the corner down as um he says where will it be as, I, I would love to say, from a narrative point of view, you just go to a porthole, open it, and just point to the storm and just go, there. <laughs> There's, he's like, oh, I see. Like I said, I was conceived in the eye of El Bastardo Those are waters I know well, because I always revisit the place of my conception <laughs> every single year.
3: Seems like you've got a lot of backstory that we would love to dig into, but, but right now, and I just had kind a of point in the direction of the storm, and be like, that way, okay. it's uh, time to meet your maker. <laughs> Didn't we already do this? <laughs> Field Marshal Nuggets died.
0: No. You not hear- <laughs> I
3: have to repeat the same bits over and over again just so that AJ won't cut it out. <laughs> yes,
0: I don't want to meet my maker. My mother was a terrible lady. A drunk and a cheat. Marjorie Nuggets. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which is canon now. <laughs> if I say it, it's canon. Right. Okay. As you see, Marvin in the corner just throws up as Maud is like, I don't think Marvin is seaworthy.
3: Um. Well, I mean, we, we could leave him here in Nicodranus, but I don't think, think it would be a good idea to leave him alone. We could leave your
0: testicles here in Nicodranus. We are not leaving Marvin. I was merely asking what could be done to help him. Um, can Aristobulus put some kind of
1: calming? No, probably on second thoughts. That's that's pretty impressive. Hunash is thinking if he can knock him out without taking his one life point.
0: Holy shit, really? No, actually,
1: yeah, that... No, oh, no, the, not really. Like well, That's what Hanush is thinking, but he doesn't do it. He's like, no, in, in d d like in... Because if you get down to zero hit points in D&D, you're basically comatose. We just need to do the minimum to keep him alive. He's not
3: going to get into any trouble or suffer. No, yeah, but then he'll be making death saving throws and, and it's a whole thing.
0: Chanel may be yeah. ill and Chanel may be probably horizontal and snoring at this point, <laughs> but I feel chill. like I have to stand in her place. As, she, as, as Maud... Maud is, you see Maud's tail, a bit like, I I love, I think she's likened it to, or I may have likened it to, you know, in uh, Aliens, where the aliens all have a kind (laughs) of weaponized tail, as like her tail just kind of hovers up. A bit like when the Predator kind of like gets its laser out, you get the feeling that you're being targeted by Maud's tail as you make crass comments. And what you don't see or what you just notice is uh, the ship's chef. Who's called Fester um, who you've met on your tour? Um, he's sharpening two cleaver knives whilst looking at Marvin. You get the feeling they don't get so much fresh meat on here. As her tail just swipes out and Dick slaps <laughs> Fester across the face as she's like, "You will put those knives down and stop making sweet eyes at Marvin."
3: Um, I'm going to ask Barbara to um, keep an eye on the keep an eye on the other animals. Um, if they're left unattended um and to make sure that I kind of give a look over to the chef and say, just just make sure that um none of our none of our fair familiars get sacrificed in the in the name of a good meal
0: as um Dutch Nuggets pulls out a piece of paper and writes guest inventory and writes one wolf, one sausage dog one goat, not to be eaten, and pins it with a knife to the um, post next to the uh, chef's galley. And one crow. And one spider. I make a point of pointing at
1: Kato and saying, we can make pie out of him. I'm not I'm not fussed.
2: <laughs>
0: As Kato is like, you duplicitous cunt. I might not have much muscle on me, but I will peck your fucking eyeballs out while you sleep if you try and eat me. I rub his head like... In a kind of um, like. Oh god, this is so patronizing. <laughs> I think i am starting to go bald up there with the amount of noogies you've given me. <laughs> Fucking inbred crocodile.
3: Just got like an extremely sore patch on top of his head. It's like a red mark, and you don't know whether it's just a bruise or if it's blood. It's
0: like the time you turned me upside down to check out my cloaca. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> Here it is, folks. Anyone, anyone who was missing the cloaca, <laughs> you just won AJ Bingo. Hey, <laughs> if anyone
0: plays, can we have adventurism Anonymous Bingo? You can have Animal Husbandry, cloaca.
3: I'm already I'm already in the process of, of writing this out. Don't worry.
0: Oh, man. Do you know what we haven't had for a while? Blue Spectral Phallus.
3: Yeah. Crackling Ozone. Crackling Ozone. Yeah. Crackling
0: Ozone is a good one. Yes, Raggy. Someone, someone bites a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Does
3: that happen now
0: What are these happen all the time?
3: Just a West Country accent, I think, is an easy one for everyone.
0: Breadcrumbs made of semen that leave a trail behind creatures are a, a staple.
3: Uh, <laughs> limited to, but not including. Limited to, but not including
0: continental breakfasts.
3: <laughs>
0: Barbara, whoops, a lady, Anything. lady, don't Anything. call. Stop dead naming lady. Is mm-hmm. a legitimate stop thing. dead naming Barbara
3: you
0: mean stop naming Barbara yeah sorry 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 so um as you look around Dutch has gone all quiet as he looks out of the porthole Dutch is taking in the storm front as he says if you have your heart set on it then we should probably set sail
3: she is a cruel cruel mistress we we leave We, we, we leave at your at your pleasure Thank you.
0: As he lays a hand on Aristopulus' shoulder and really the difference between them. I mean, this guy's practically Andre the fucking Giant from the Princess Bride. He lays, he lays a giant hand on Aristopulus and walks him over to the cannons and he's like, these cannons discharge on my command. If you fuck with my cannons, I will fuck with you. And I will only use as much lube as you deserve.
3: Yeah, I feel like he's flirting, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just walk back up on, on deck. And it's going to leave in to make that show.
0: As you make your way onto deck, you get this wonderful, when they make, when inevitably Amazon purchased the rights to this storyline, what we will see is a beautiful montage, almost like a drone as it lifts up, as you see thousands of little seamen. (laughs) Sounds weird now that I say it out loud. Thousands of little sailors just scurrying around decks, just moving ropes and pulling down sails. And um it's it's there is so much hard graft going on, it actually makes you a little bit kind of like this, impressed. Um everything's when... filled with innuendo though. Like well, everything is, really is hard. Yeah. The sail yeah, goes yeah,
3: yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> when they pull on the ropes repeatedly and then there's just it just cuts to a shot of like the sea going. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's just
1: I'm looking forward to the classic AJ shanty that you'll have written for this segment
0: yeah absolutely we're gonna um, yep we're gonna we're gonna well it's only inevitable all the best series get a spin-off single so at some point I mean let's be honest only one of us is musically talented uh, and he's not here so and to be fair he's probably got better uses of his time than dicking around We did, we got a theme tune out of him and I'm more than blessed by that I don't think I don't think we can ask him for much more. But Lewis, if you are ever listening to this, we would love a sea shanty. (laughs) You can, you can keep 10% of the profits. Um, right. Yeah. As, as you set sail, um, all of that muscle pumping, coiled rope, like the sails burst forth and, you know, the wind catches them as you pull away from, um, you pull away from the harbor. As you see Maud this time just goes, huh. He's actually lifted the anchor up, unlike Jibberstop, as you half expect the harbour to come with you. (laughs) As you just hear the little voice of the man going, moccasins, would you like to buy moccasins? As he just, just vanishes into the distance. As you pull off into the deep blue sea, you look behind you. And you just see Nicodranus getting smaller by the moment, as you see the gulls swirling around in the grey sky above you, as Marvin just vomits onto the deck.
2: Oh,
1: gosh.
0: It's gonna be a it's gonna be a long ride. And that's where we're gonna take a five minute drink break. And then we're gonna we're gonna get straight at it. Straight at it. No pissing around. Right
3: focused. On the rails.
0: Yeah. This is this is an absolutely fucking precision machine. This podcast, like, we don't make mistakes. We just have happy little coincidences. Uh, Matt, you got five minutes to write us a sea shanty and auto-tune it. <laughs> I'll get to that. You can write it. You can write it entirely using a haiku generator online. <laughs> there you go. I'll get it. I'll get there. Take this, bit. there you go. He's taking it. Right. I'm off to go and get myself a stiff drink. There you go. I'll be right back. Okay.
1: True Crime Conspiracy Theories Political Ramblings There's none of that on the brand new Adventurers Anonymous Patreon account But we do have exclusive content for our Patreon subscribers Maps, artwork and flash fiction from the AA cinematic universe Puzzles, one shots and interviews Live streams with the Adventurers Anonymous cast With a Patreon subscription from just £2 per month It's a great way to show us you care because we care. Go to patreon.com and search Adventures Anonymous Podcast.
0: One thing I notice about people who review our podcast is they always describe it as absolutely chaotic, but enjoyable.
1: That is the brand, though,
0: right? It makes me think that other people's podcasts must be really, like, linear. And ours are just, like, he, she has three nipples. Two on the left, one on the right.
3: Yeah, I think, I think our brand can be summed up by just saying chaos, but make it sexy.
0: Yeah, yeah. i that like chaotic good? Like, except chaotic sexy.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's like there's a storyline, and our, our mission, our goal is to not progress through the storyline. <laughs> I like, try. Or we'll faff around.
0: I made a promise to myself that I would never force you to pursue the storyline, which is why... So many fucking narrative bits of just collecting dust in the background, like toad flaps and, um, other things that I can't think of right now. But yeah, other, other things exist. The orbs of fucking Tartarus, the orbs of Tartarus, you liberated ancient orbs, which could undo the blight of a forest, which, which, Fucking th- there was a whole generation of elves that got displaced out of their homeland and you still haven't done anything with them.
3: Do we didn't no they get taken No, off
1: they us. got taken off us
3: when we went when we went to Oh my god, what's Matt done? Why have
1: you done? I I I uploaded um Chaos but make it sexy.
0: Oh, here we go. Sea Shanty Maker. <gasps> Matt, would you like me to read this, or would you like to read it?
3: Sexy six six, sexy six six. I don't know Dangerously, how you dangerously, do it. Co-dependent. Dangerously, dangerously codependent.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know what tune this would be to. Dip
3: shit, drink, drink,
1: dip shit, dip shit drink, 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 drink. Cocktails, cocktails, and <laughs> cocktails, cocktails, and.
3: Oh, oh, These are like, fucking two gross. verses about Belshazzar and two verses about Aristophanes. <laughs>
0: It's just like, what is this? Chaos but, chaos, but chaos, but chaos, but chaos, but chaos, make it, make it, shake it. Sexy, 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 sexy,
1: sexy. Sex, sexy,
0: sexy, Dipshits, drink, drink, dipshits, drink, drink, cocktails, 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 and... Seekers, seekers. <laughs> Has this person got a stutter? Why? Why is everything repeated twice? I don't know what, what, how... Do you know what? I think whoever wrote the Sea Shanty Maker should probably have it unit tested because it doesn't really appear to be working very
1: well. Wow. Dragons, dragons, themed, themed, dragons, themed, real, real play. (laughs) Dragons,
0: (laughs) themed, dragons, (laughs) themed. Dragons, Dragons themed, dragons. Right, there you go. Fantastic.
1: It's so mean. Fell, fell, cackabon. Fell, fell, cackabon. Sorcerer, sorcerer, turn, turn, sorcerer, turn. Children's children party. <laughs> entertainer, entertainer, oh, yeah. entertainer. Oh, yeah. entertainer,
3: entertainer.
1: What did you put into this generator? Um, I just uh,
0: uploaded our description from the yeah from the webpage. You sure you just didn't go into Chaos Notepad and then just duplicate one line and put it out to the other? Because I, I think that's, that's basically what this sea shanty generator. So
1: that's ours, our
0: C-shanty. Um, okay. Well, if any of our listeners are, uh, multi award winning Dutch trance DJs and you wish to <laughs> rework, um, what's it called? Danger, we'll just danger. Give it to Scooter. It's called Chaos Bud. Chaos
1: Bud. Chaos
0: Bud. Chaos, Chaos Bud, Bud. Bud.
1: Make it sexy. Sexy
0: six. Sexy. <laughs> right. Excellent. We will put that up. I think that's a patron only. I'm not going to lie. I think... uh, Oh, you're going to want to pay for this. You're going to want to pay for (laughs) this. There you go. This has just gone down in folklore and legend. If we're ever going to get cancelled, it's probably for something like this. I guarantee you. Right. Okay. Right. Well, bringing it back in. You are out on the high seas as you are cresting the peaks of waves and dipping and diving into the valleys as you, you've left dry land behind, as each of you clings onto the railings, uh watching with some degree of trepidation and fear as the um, seamans, no, the sailors, slide across the desk. What am I talking about? I must be really fucking tired. All of you look with fear and trepidation as you see the sailors... Just dancing around the deck, holding on to nothing. Each of you worriedly looking up into the mast and rigging as you see people like leaping from rope to rope to secure sails. As Maud looks over and just sees Marvin sliding down the deck as the boat tilts, you just see Marvin just going,
2: No! <laughs> no, no
0: one? Um, is, is he in peril? I
3: think he's fine.
0: As he yeah, just, yeah. Marvin just. Smacks off one of the railings on the other side and just slides back again, like a pinball. <laughs>
3: it's like he's, playing, like he's playing Forza. He's just hit the railing, <laughs> <laughs> going around the boat.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just going to make a roll because Marvin only has one health point.
1: I'm going to put some grease in this track.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like shuffleboard again. Yeah.
0: No, it's okay, Marvin is okay. He doesn't succumb to his injuries. As Hanash greases the deck, you just see Marvin going backwards and forwards like uh, like a New- Newton's cradle with just like the... As uh, Marvin just slides backwards and forwards now, almost like a metronome. You see the clouds, which were pretty grey and discouraging at the best of times. You see in front of you, it's almost dark like the absence of light as a uh, sheet of cloud and rain in the distance. As Dutch nuggets is like, "Have you come prepared
1: yep is is it too late to have a little bit of a lie down?
0: I mean you're paying <laughs> guests, I'm not putting you to work. You may lie
1: down if you want. I look to Tati for permission and then realize I'm not going to get it
3: you can You can lie down. you're probably not going to get a long rest out of it.
1: Honash <laughs> <laughs> uh, picks up melcia and walks down to the <laughs> to the. Uh,
0: area. <laughs> Down to the where:
1: The downstairs area.
0: OK: <laughs> So, <yeah.
1: laughs>
0: so as, you, as you go down into the uh, what I'm going to just call kind of the undergalley, as, as you go down there, you come down the stairs, and uh, you've got the storeroom behind you, and in front of you, you've got the kitchenette on the right and you've got the bunks on the left. Uh, what, what are you doing with this dungareed crockerbone?
1: Uh, so I put him down on, on the bed, and I sing him, I sing him a, a good night song. Oh, chaos Bud, chaos Bud, chaos bird. Chaos bird, chaos bird,
0: <laughs> chaos bird. As, as what what starts off as a beautiful moment as you lay the crockerborn down in a hammock, as you're all ready for your song, Belsia, as the orc just screams in your face in a thrash <laughs> metal kind of voice. As Hanash, you just hear a voice say, "Yes, yes."
1: <laughs> I'm I'm terrified and receive absolutely no benefit from this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I really wanted this to start as like a parody of "As I Lay Me Down," just just fucking like like "As I Lay Me Down to Sleep." <gasps> Orcish <laughs> <Altus> death metal.
0: <laughs> as as Hanash you leave him and you go back up
1: I, I'm sleeping as well,
0: oh okay, I apologize, I don't want to put words in your mouth as uh, as you roll onto the um, hammock next to him, I presume you just nod off
1: yeah so so I guess close his eyes like you do a dead person, <laughs> and then I guess, <laughs> I guess.
0: <Perfect laughs> phenomenal as as hanash. Closes your eyelids. Hanash also closes the eyelids of Kato. <laughs> as Kato is just like, "Just go with it, big man. Just go with it." I think he may have finally <laughs> lost it.
3: Your, your god is just like, "Yes, they're dead. Close their eyes. Yes, yes. lay them down to sleep, a long sleep."
0: <laughs> as Hanash, you roll, you roll into a hammock and close your eyes as you just hear the chaos god going, "Yes, yes." Yeah. Rock, baby, on the treetop. <laughs> Sleep. I love this music, band, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: this
0: is
3: fantastic. <laughs> right. What
0: are the rest of you doing? As those two are just having a troubled dream. What is Tatty doing? You've still got Maud up there, and we've still got Aristobulus. Aristobulus is just. So excited about the amount of bare naked flesh and tattoo on display from the sailors um he's it's almost like a picture book to him. he's taking in all the kind of images and sort of bare naked ladies tattooed on um on all the sailors
3: I think Maud is probably keeping an eye on marvin um yes as much as as much as I trust barbara to to do it i think I think Maud will also be uh at the ready to to help Marvin if he gets into any trouble. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. So Maud has used her tail. She's she's put a um a collar on Marvin, and you see her tail is kind of wrapped around the collar of Marvin so that he can never get more than five feet away
3: from her. Okay. Um, question. Is there anyone up in the crow's nest?
0: Maybe, uh, put, well, no, just for the sake of narrative. You, you look up. Visibility isn't great. It's getting foggier by the minute out here, out at sea. But as you squint upwards, you can't particularly make anyone out up there.
3: Okay. I guess if I guess if visibility isn't that great up there, then it probably wouldn't it wouldn't benefit us that much to have someone up there anyway. I guess Tatty is gonna go off to the to the side uh of the front of the ship and I'm gonna just like take a look in the water as we're getting closer to the to the storm front and just see if there's any like weird i don't know like the sea isn't really his thing but like wildlife patterns i think is kind of something that he's got a bit of a bit of like expertise with so if he okay um, he's just gonna, like look down in the water and see if there's any like uh, a mad rush of fish just fucking like Trying to swim away from this oh, storm from.
0: Oh, see, like rats leaving a sink. I get you. I get you. I get you. Um, yeah, as you, as you hang over the side, you, you, first of all, you look around for lady and you can't see her and you think, oh shit. And then you see she has chased the ship's cat and she currently has it like, it's pinned into a corner and she's just sitting there. She's not attacking it. She's just like, uh, shit housing it as uh, she's just playing a a lovely game of psychological warfare with the ship's cat. Mm. As um, I'm good with that. (laughs) I can live with that. As uh, you walk over to the um, bow of the ship, as you hang your head over and look down into the waters, make me a perception check.
3: Ooh, that's not good. Uh, That's an 11.
0: An 11. You think you see a shape down there? Like a... Like a face? Ooh,
3: um, that's gonna freak me out. Even, even, even if it was a bad check, uh, does it look like a? It look, this is gonna sound really stupid. Does it look like a person's face, or or does it look like the mouth of like a creature?
0: Very pointed question. Um, as you look at it, it's almost like the harder you try and concentrate, the harder it is to see because it's through the prism of water. And the, the shape is forever changing as the waves crash off the front of the ship. As you, you lean out further and further to try and make out the face. As a hand grabs the back of your shirt and Dutch Nuggets is like, Oh, you don't want to be doing that. No, you don't want to be doing that. Many a hand has fallen out of a ship trying to chase what they thought was a mermaid.
3: I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a mermaid. I, I, I think it was something else.
0: <laughs> I don't think it was an anything. Do you know how many fucking people have died whilst I've taken them out for pleasure cruises? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think if this is a pleasure cruise, then uh, we're in for one hell of a ride. But we'll we'll see how things go when we get into the storm. Okay. Uh, All I'm saying
0: is. Yeah. Stay behind the line. As you look down, a bit like the London Underground, there's a painted yellow line. And he's like, stay on this side of the line and you won't get swept off the deck.
3: I look down at it and I chuckle and I say, oh, I thought that meant that there was parking restrictions here.
0: Ah, fuck me. We've got ourselves a comedian. (laughs) All I'm saying is your inevitable death would cause a grief to the wizard pervert. And I need him fully erect. I can't be having him fucking crying his eyes out whilst I sodomize him.
3: I think, if anything, if anything, the tears would make it a more intense experience for, for both of you. All right. I say awkwardly, and then I scurry away.
0: As, as you just leave him to his thoughts. As, right, you two are asleep. Um... Belsier, you feel a tap on your shoulder and you suddenly bolt up awake because you think Hanash has come back to sing you another bedtime story. (laughs) You look up into the elderly form of Sleepy, who's the first mate.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, is this your hammock, Mr. Sleepy, sir?
0: No, this is not my hammock. I am here to make you an offer.
1: I'm all ears, but nothing sexual.
0: Where are your ears? It is very hard to tell on a crocodile.
1: (laughs) About here, and I point somewhere on my head, testing where my hearing comes from by hitting my
0: head. Interesting. Anyway, (laughs) getting back to the point, I am here to make you an offer. Who do you want dead? Some of us have decided it is time to liberate this ship from Dutch. If you are interested, there is still a space on the coup. ooh um this is a one-time deal.
1: Is he a bad captain?
0: No, and that is the problem. He sold us on a manifesto of pure evil, and actually he's very nice. <laughs> I' am very torn, so you you want to do more you
1: you want to be more villainous. Well, we are pirates. Yeah, I just thought you were, you know, like theme park pirates that just hung on, hung on ropes, but never actually did any murder or <laughs> pillaging. There's no <our> blood. <laughs> I thought it was just kind of a, a cultural thing. You, you can thing see you're would...
0: losing him. He had a little respect for you, and as you're lampooning him, you can just see his demeanor harden. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not comfortable with
1: uh, actual killy killy rapey pirates. I'm, I'm not sure I can support you in this.
0: <laughs> what did you think we did? <laughs> just copied DVDs. What kind of pirates do you think we are? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways. I, my accent has changed at least four times in the last seven sentences.
2: <laughs>
0: and that, that is all part of the mystery of this coup. Um, as he says to you, I only mentioned it because, as his accent changes again, he says, I saw the bedtime story your friend did, and I thought there is a man with evil in his heart that is a captain we could get behind. He. Are you saying I could be captain? No, Lily Lubber. You oh. at best could be the fucking mascot.
1: <laughs> You're really not selling this to me. So you want you want Hanna, I mean, Hanash would. I think it'd be. I mean, you can ask him. But
0: oh no! I mean, just just talking about this now. I'm, what we need is plausible deniability. My people are talking to your people. All of this is off the record.
2: <laughs> but I don't want a hell of a school! <laughs> Here's the thing, see, we want to be pirates.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll keep it under consideration. We have a window of opportunity.
0: Why is my voice gone so high? As he says, we have a window. There we go. I found my voice again. What I find <laughs> is, if I keep moving my voice around. Nobody will be able to trace it back to me if there are, in fact, listening devices on this ship, right? What we find is we have a window of opportunity when we sail out to the Eye of El Bastardo. We could liberate this ship.
1: And what's in it for me? I mean, I was you just going to stuff
0: me and stick me on the front. The, no, not no. I didn't. No, I did not say that you will be the fucking prow of the ship. You jackass, I said you would be the mascot. Maybe we could dress you up in a jaunty shirt and send you in the first wave of boarders onto ships that we were pirating. Maybe you could be our parlay crocodile.
1: Is there three square meals in it? Yes. And uh, somewhere to sleep?
0: Ale for breakfast, ale for lunch, and a sensible dinner. <laughs> That's close Close <laughs> enough. I'll I'll consider your
1: offer. Sleepy.
0: Well, you have until we reach the edge of Bastardo, he said in a in a fifth different accent. As he's like, I will leave you now. Sleep, as he just closes your eyes with his fingers like (laughs) Will people stop doing that? (laughs) As he just melts back into the shadows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, As Kato just appears from up your sleeve, Kato, like, ducks his head out and is like, Well, that was a proposition. I really feel bad. I think
1: I'm going to tell the captain about this.
0: Well, that would be a power play.
1: And, I don't know, maybe I can wrangle something out of it for us. We could be mascots, but with slightly more pay.
0: Well, I'm glad you went on that business management degree. You really have learned to. <laughs> maximizing. We fight. could be mascots, but paid better. <laughs> As he's like, well, we we probably have several hours to think it over, and then we will be at the edge of the storm. So, yes, what a quandary. As he just leans out his little wing, he just he just rubs his wing over your eyes, and is like, sleep. As he just shrinks back up your sleeve.
2: (laughs) Really reminds like it makes me think like
1: this would like happen in like Arrested Development. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If if, if, if Buster was
3: asleep on on the ship, and someone comes up to him and they're just like, "See, you seem like you'd be a fun mascot. You wanna, you wanna take over the ship?" Buster would just be like.
2: <laughs>
0: right. So none of you are aware of that except Bail CR. Hanash, you're sound asleep. Tati, you've just left Dutch Nuggets. Um, Aristobulus is currently trying to, he's made about three efforts to try and get on the wheel of the ship. And, uh, there's currently just a, pirate, if you will, or a, or a sailor who's just holding Aristobulus's head with one hand whilst sailing the ship with his other arm.
3: Seems legit. Seems legit. What do you all do? Um, I guess... Um, I guess Tati's just keeping an, eye on, keeping an eye on the weather conditions and how far off uh, the storm front is.
0: So as you keep an eye on the weather, what you do notice at first is, is a light drizzle as it comes in at first, there's almost a fog. And then as the fog forms into droplets, it starts drizzling on you as you have a light, you're lightly drizzled. My degree in meteorology was well worth it.
3: <laughs> seems pretty, uh, seems pretty miserable. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll put my hood up and just, um, stay out, uh, for a little while longer. Uh, still probably at the front of the ship. Um. Yeah, maybe just leaning on the on the plank that holds up the crow's nest.
0: Okay. Yeah. As you as you lean in, you 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 basically hunker down next to a giant coil of rope, which affords you some level of windbreak. As after a moment, Dutch Nuggets comes over to you and sits on the coil of rope next to you, and is like, "So, do you have a plan for when we reach the storm?"
3: Well, I mean, other than the storm itself, we don't know. We don't really know what else we're gonna find in there. Um, other than, I don't know, maybe just some, maybe just some, uh, boilerplate sea monsters or something. Uh, so we're ready for a fight. That is hurtful to the dungeon master. We're ready for a fight. Uh, don't worry. These, these, this, this, this ragtag band may not look like much, but they really know how to, how to, how to fuck things up.
0: As he looks over Aristobulus, who's still like Aristobulus is almost running on the spot, trying to get to the wheel, as a giant hench <laughs> sailor is just holding him off with one arm. As you just hear him like, go on, give me a go. I
3: look over Aristobulus and look back to Dutch and say, yeah, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're pretty single-minded in our uh, in our endeavours. Uh, it's it's best that we don't we don't try to pin him down, pin him down with a plan or any kind sure. of rigid structure.
0: Yes, I had a cousin once who was kicked in the head by a horse. He acted very much the same mm yeah married my my yeah. other cousin <laughs> a guy i a guy I served
3: with used to used to point at birds in the sky Ah, yes, I know them well like it was the first time he'd ever seen one. He'd be like, "Ooh, flying yes <laughs> yeah they're uh, they're they are they are they're tough.
0: As he as he basically says, look, I am risking the safety of my ship, the safety of my crew, and as he looks at Aristobulus, and my own sexual health. All I want to know is that when we make it inside the storm, you know what you are doing, because we cannot stay there forever. I will stay there for as long as the ship can take it. But we cannot spend days inside the eye of the storm, otherwise we will be turned into, as a dramatic pause as he says, flotsam and jetsam <laughs>
3: roadkill of the sea <laughs> i say yeah i know i know we're looking we're looking for something specific i think once it's kind of one of those things where when you see it you'll you'll know you'll know what it is okay
0: i like you i trust you despite
3: my why i have
0: you look like a man who's seen some shit that's true as he pats you on the back, he means it well, but it almost knocks the wind out of you because it's a <laughs> bit like Lenny out of Mice and Men. He's far too big for his own good. You you imagine he's going to split Aristobulus in half like a fucking like like uh, I fortune do, cookie. I do my best
3: not to so imagine that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Aristobulus is going to have an asshole like a yawning hippo by the time uh, Dutch Nuggets is finished with him. Um, <clears throat> There you go. We found our line in the sand, listeners. I finally managed to <laughs> revolt Raggy. Raggy is... he's got nothing left. <laughs> <he? Yeah>.
1: Michelle. shell.
0: <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is we're going to pan back to Hanash. Hanash, you are sleeping happily. You and your chaos god are just dreaming about skipping through meadows, uh, slaying farmers with a scythe.
1: I subconsciously like heard the conversation that Pelea had, and i'm I'm now imagining myself as a captain in my dream
0: oh yes, so
1: it's like a, like a really camp version of like being a captain of a ship i'm wearing <laughs> like i I'm wearing a deep v blouse um you know, like with like the handkerchief thing going on. I'm just like they see me rolling. <laughs> yes, the campus
3: song <laughs> that
0: that might be the worst possible song you could have picked at that juncture, but okay,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah
3: <laughs> we'll do a synchronized dance behind you while you're while while you've got your, or i will just do it behind you right while. <laughs>
0: It's <laughs> just like every sitcom eventually has a musical episode where they all do a fucking choreographed line dance. This is the Adventurer's Anonymous music episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to, just to thrash it out for the listeners, so Hanash is dreaming away of being a pirate captain, and he's got the tails, and he's grown out his black beard with fuses in it, and he's wearing his try hat, and the metal spike is sticking out the side of his skull through the hat, and on the end of his metal spike is Kato, who's dressed up as a parrot. Kato's in drag. <laughs> Kato looks like he's in the Rio carnival as, uh. Kato's just in
3: drag.
0: Kato in drag. Yeah. Yeah. Crows before bros. <laughs> right. Belsia, as you, you, you're too scared to sleep. You've now got the weight of the world on your chest. You, you hear Hanash just snoring away next to you. And occasionally, you see crew coming and going. Can I grab one of the crew as they walk past and just say, "Quick question: <laughs> raping and pillaging, okay or definitely not okay?" As uh, you you've grabbed the hand of a particularly like grimy-looking, half-toothed, inbred kind of like deckhand, as he looks at you for a while and he's like. Reaping and pillaging. Well, <laughs> in my peer review, I've been told that I've got to get my pillaging up. My reaping is on par, but I need to really up my pillaging game. So, yes, we've all got targets.
1: Okay, and are these set by the the captain? Is, is he doing a good job? Or? Like
0: I said, peer review. Steel
1: sharp, and steel. Oh, I see. I see, so you're, you're. this is a... We hold
0: each other accountable to our targets. This is kind of a collective pirate ship, not a hierarchical pirate ship. As he looks over at Hanar, she's like, do you think I should rape him or pillage him? Because I see an opportunity there. Ah, uh, I, th- I think he wouldn't mind a little, a little from column A, a little from column B. As he's like, right you are. <laughs> Let me just finish my duties and I'll be right back. All right, thank you for the advice. And uh, kindly let me go. As he look down, his his, uh, his hand is turning white. You're gripping him so hard. Go, and... As he melts back into the background, as all NPCs do when you stop talking to them, he just joins the <laughs> um, circuit of the ship that he slowly walks. He's just cleaning... He's cleaning something, but
1: he's not actually near it, I think, so he's just wiping thin air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just, like, clipping through the water. His hand keeps on going through it. <laughs> His <hand> keeps <laughs> on going
0: through <laughs> Classic computer game trope. Every so often as you look, badly rendered fish come through the side of the deck as the rendering is slightly <laughs> off, as a shark just comes through <laughs> and just goes back out again.
3: <laughs> rendering glitch. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing, Belcia? Everyone goes. Everyone, everyone goes. No clip every once in a while, and we just fall fall through the
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> End of campaign one. <laughs> <laughs> everyone dies in the. Case. <laughs> <laughs> what What are you doing, Belcia? You You've got a lot to think about. Someone's got to wake Hanash up, otherwise Chris is going to have nothing to do for the rest of the episode. Um. I get my own back on Hanash by pulling his eyelids open. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it's Every okay. Your
3: suddenly goes bright white. Um,
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: I'll bet you do this to El Capitan.
0: <laughs> what, right? What, yeah. What, how are you taking that, Hanash? That's creepy as fuck.
1: I screamed. I'm hor- horrified. Like I'm scared and angry in equal measure.
0: As lots of people come running, they hear this kind of um, scream as deckhands start running towards the pair of you. I'm like, Oh shit, sorry, sorry, and I tried to put them
1: back down, but they went, quote go all the way and they're kind of one side way up.
0: I'm like a broken V Lux blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: like I'm pulling the thing and it's it's just going up on one side. <laughs> I, I I with what with my left hand I flick his hands away, with my right hand I flick his dick.
0: <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> right. I'm not 100% sure a crocodile has a penis, but I'm sure maybe it does. Um, I it's
2: like
1: whatever it's like <laughs> I was going to say, yeah,
0: lizards have a hemipenal bulge. I'm not entirely sure they have a full-on cock. <laughs> right, okay. So, so um, Belsi, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> oh, God. Um, let's see. Okay. 17. 17. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you see, you feel a sudden rush of air as you see Hanash's like backhand about to slap you in your dungaree junk as you just take off backwards. <laughs> there's a crowd of, there's a crowd of deckhands now who are watching this. This is high entertainment. You see Fester whistle just like leaning on one of the beams, like just chewing down on a gristly piece of chicken on a bone.
1: I get up and like, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> I get back I, I be cool, Belcia. Yeah. After you, I. I'm sorry. I just
0: just thought you were having a nightmare. Oh, you looked so troubled. At this point, everyone starts dispersing and going back. All the NPCs just blend back into the background. As you see Aristobulus join you, and he stands in the middle, and is like. I don't want to make a massive thing out of this but that doddery old twat came up to me and he said there was an opportunity.
3: Did I um did I hear Hunash screaming when he was woken up?
0: I'm just going to say for the sake of narrative yes I could make you make a perception rule, but it's more interesting if you <coughs> think... did. So yeah as as you saunter your way down and more joins you you all have a little parlay in the middle of the um, hammocks.
3: Yeah I think I wait for I wait for any other members of the crew to to kind of filter away a little
0: bit and I um... one, one, one of them comes in it's the end of his shift and it's time for his sleep as he goes to get into his hammock and all of you give him the stink eye as he gets to the point <laughs> and turns around and like yeah 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 I'm gonna go for a walk as he just kind of like walks <laughs> off as uh, Hanash, you look over and you see Salami is just asleep oh. in, the, in the hammock
1: that's nice um, can I have a quick look around and see if there's like a like a meaty treat I can let like, leave from so when he wakes up he's like
2: ooh, ooh a little little meaty thing
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah If you want to um, saunter your way over to the galley You see Fester Griswistle Who's just got a cleaver knife And he's just cutting up chunks of really dubious looking meat Could be a badger I uh, I say, gimme (laughs) As Fester's like Well, I owe you two flagons of ale and a sensible meal a day Which would you like?
1: I am, I'm not am bar, and give me some other
0: meat, you <laughs> dick. As you just see, like lightning, the blade comes down, his just goes, whoosh, and just cuts through a bone. As he does that, you know that weird thing, if you go to a really good sushi bar sometimes you see the chef just like flicks up food off his knife off the hot plate into your mouth. As he, he just flicks up a giant <laughs> slab of meat that you just catch on the chest like a professional footballer, bringing the ball down. <laughs> Don't call me a dick.
2: Much
1: obliged. And then I, uh, and I go back to that. Put the yeah, the meat in front of the
3: dog, and then I go back to the
0: group. Yeah. Okay. So all of you were just whispering amongst yourselves as Hanash comes back. You, you can start colluding.
3: I guess with Aristobulus saying that uh, the first mate, what's his name, sleeping, was planning a coup. Um, I say um, as he approached anyone else.
1: Me, me, the crocodile. <laughs> He came to me and said that they uh, wanted to be more piratey. But I don't know, Dutch McNuggets or Captain
0: Captain McNuggets? Our lawyers he... have told us that Dutch McNuggets are a happy meal. <laughs> 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 Enough of the mook. All right. Flemish. Flemish, Flemish Nuggets? Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Is <laughs> 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 that was, mm. That's his birth name. Dutch is <laughs> just a nickname.
0: Flemish I'm changing the notes. That's just counting. Flemish nuggets. <laughs> Flemish Oh god, that hit me in the field. Right, there we go. Right. Um hang on. Buddy. So then we can we can go back and re record. Absolutely. References. Just just slightly out of slightly out of key. Captain um, Flemish Dutch nuggets. I'm putting that in the notes. The, the captain,
1: I mean, he doesn't seem like he deserves a mutiny, but maybe there's a lot of the people who don't deserve what they get. Maybe we should just take what we can. All right, easy, Colmack McCarthy. Uh,
3: I, say, uh, I say, I think the captain's been <laughs> pretty good to us. I mean, he, he probably he's you know, he's got that agreement with, with Aristobulus, and I just gesture to Aristobulus and say, he's gonna, you guys are gonna fuck after all this is done. You know, he, if he was another kind of pirate, he could have just, you know, it could have been a very nasty encounter, put it that way. Um, I think, I think we, I think maybe we tell him.
1: We could do a double reverse mutiny, kill the crew, and then <clears> run the <throat> ship ourselves.
0: As, as Kate, Kato's like, "Well, you really are a clever man, aren't you?" I I sure is.
1: How many uh, How many crew members are on the ship, roughly?
0: Oh, that is a good question. Um, twenty ish. So you see that there's not enough hammocks for them to all sleep at the same time because they're all on rotation.
1: Hmm. I, I said to the group, like, "You don't really like. Uh, it's what What is it going to get us to the eye of the storm?" I think if we, if there's a mutiny, they're just going to want to rape and pillage. They don't give a shit about, like, honouring our agreement to get a storm. So I'm I'm behind Cap- Cap- Capitan. And I think we need to tell mm. Cap- Capitan and then make make an example out of Sleepy. And I would love to chop his head off.
3: You can't singing a song in your head.
0: <laughs> As Kato's like, just to clarify, when you say chop the head off, is that chop the head off Sleepy or the captain?
3: Sleepy head, gone. Bye-bye.
0: Oh, I see.
3: <laughs> wow. I just pipe up and say, I think uh, I'm going to go tell the captain, I think we should we should probably stick together uh, and all go up there. Back to back, all the way, in a circle,
1: constantly rotating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to go up the stairs, back to back, in a circle, <laughs> with a wolf, a sausage dog, and a goat in the middle.
1: We should do the gladiator thing where, like, we we have our shields and we become like an impenetrable <laughs> circle. a phalanx.
0: Fa- a <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like with a giant foam finger, like <laughs> the whole awooga. <laughs> right,
3: I was like different gladiator reference.
0: Okay, is that what you're doing then?
3: Yeah, I think we. Yeah, I think we go up onto the upper deck to look for the captain. The circle moves upward. Yeah. yeah. We sing, yeah, we sing our sea
0: shanty to ourselves. <laughs> now, what you see at this point... To look, to look nonchalant. Yeah, how to look nonchalant, which is the name of the episode. How to look nonchalant during a coup. <laughs> As you look over... Now, this is canon, because I'm editing episodes. Marvin has a crush on Lady. That's canon. It's been spoken before. I think Maud confirmed it. Stop dead naming Barbara. Oh, I'm sorry, Lady. I think it was like <laughs> 1982
3: again? Um, Lady Barbara. Barbara
0: Marvin has a crush on Lady. We were
3: like, <laughs> stop dead naming Barbara, and you were like, so,
0: and you were like, sorry, Lady. Why is it so hard to remember? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Barbara. <laughs> right, fuck me. Right, I, I will. I will try harder. Right, as you look over, you see. Barbara um, is looking slightly awkward because Marvin, um, Marvin, fancies Barbara, and that's canon. Maud has has stated that openly in an episode. As you see, Marvin is coming up alongside Barbara. I'm gonna have to use video. I'm gonna have to use editing software to speed this up later, so it doesn't sound like I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Marvin, Um yeah, Marvin is kind of like cozying up to the side of Barbara and just rubbing himself on the side of Barbara. Barbara's looking a little bit awkward, but Marvin sensing that... Marvin can sense the air pressure and knows that the storm is coming. Marvin senses that his one health point may not get him very many episodes into the future.
3: Yeah, that's, that's, no, that's, that's no excuse, bud. I'm going to walk over and, and just uh, lean down to Barbara and say uh oh, how's, are, are, are you okay
0: do do you need do do you want to use talk with animals
3: yeah i've got i've got one, one use of it per day uh,
1: what's the size differential between marvin and barbara
0: oh that's a good question yeah um, barbara is um a full grown wolf so she's bigger than you'd think she is like she's no domestic dog um marvin's so you a get so you know, <laughs> Marvin wouldn't look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got small goat syndrome, <laughs> right? Hey, so you're using yeah. So Barbara's like, oh, fuck me! Get this horny fucking goat away from me! If it's not him trying to fucking diddle me, it's a sodding crow getting
3: free rides on my head." I go, um, <laughs> "No worries. Let me let me have a word." And I um I I kind of I give. Barbara, a little chin scritch just to make sure that she's all right, um, and I, um, I kind of tell her to tell her to go for a little go for a little walk while I talk to talk to Marvin.
0: Okay, as 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 Barbara uh, skitters off, she follows the nice smells coming from the galley kitchen.
3: I um I just lean down, lean down to lean down to Marvin, uh, and I go, "Hey, bud, how's um how's it going?" as he's like.
0: Why do you want to do a goat like this? I so close to getting some So close to getting some She's into me, dude
3: I smile at him as non threateningly as I possibly can and I say, um yeah, she's uh she's she's not about that. She's not about that that goat. She's 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 not into you, dude. You need to you need to Why are you
0: gonna do a goat like that?
3: hey, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's not me. Just, just know she's not into it. Um, and, uh, you know, we all know, we all know consent is, is key, right? Right? Even goats know that.
0: Well, this got awkward fast as he's like, well, I guess my only options are the
3: crow or the sausage dog. <laughs> I guess my only option is to wildly change my accent. Two more times in one (laughs) sentence.
0: (laughs) Do you want any XP at the end of this?
3: (laughs) I say, um, yeah, maybe, maybe take, maybe, maybe take your advances elsewhere. I don't think she's into it.
0: Well, I know. And I'm not wanted as he's like, he looks at you and he's like, he, he just, he's, he's just a horny teenager. Like, everyone remembers their horny pygmy phase. As, he, he just, he needs some. Um, he, he, he's, yeah, he's just doing what all horny pygmy goats do. He's just trying to burn off some energy.
3: Um, I just say, if you need to, if you need to burn off some energy, just cut a hole in the ship and, and, and do that. I, like, I don't, I don't really care. Just don't, don't be taking that shit near Barbara again. She doesn't like it. And if she doesn't like it, then I don't like it.
0: Well, this is heavy parenting. Okay. As uh, you just see, you see Marvin scuttle off. Cool. I go find the captain.
2: I'll go back to my placement in the circle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you're all going together. All that was happening
1: during in the middle of a sea shanty as we rotated slowly across the deck of the ship.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep that balance of the acoustic going, especially especially because I stepped out of the circle. Yeah, so
1: like for every sentence there's like a fifteen second break.
3: And yeah, 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 came, yeah. Back. I
0: came back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking amazing. I like the idea that you're all moving in that kind of Roman <laughs> army kind of tortoise shell yeah. manoeuvre. <laughs> but but trying to look like it's just normal. Like there's no yeah, that
2: classic sea shanty style yeah. where, where
0: we all get around in a circle, back to back. <laughs> as you all walk backwards to backwards, doing a jig, as you're all like, "Hey, nonny nonny nonny, hey, nonny nonny nonny, hey, nonny nonny nonny, hey." <laughs> as um, as you make your way up, you see Dutch Nuggets is standing at the prow of the ship with his arms crossed. As you all, you all of you awkwardly. You try and do a thing where you try and you don't you make it look casual, but it just looks awkward as fuck as you try and have a chance happenstance conversation with him, but clearly you've contrived
1: it. You, you know when you just in a
0: circle
2: move around and you try that casual
1: <laughs> You can barely
0: even
2: say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as, as you can see, you can see um, Flemish Nuggets is uh, he's side eyeing you. He's aware that you're coming. A man of his caliber knows when five imbeciles are like <laughs> sliding into his DMs.
1: Can, can, I, can I make a stealth roll?
0: Yes, you can make a stealth roll. <laughs> no. no.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think the jig is up. Could be the name
0: of the episode. <laughs> the jig is up.
1: To me, Sly we should all made signs like a little actually.
2: like a <laughs> I'm not singing.
1: It's a mutiny. <laughs>
2: it's one syllable.
1: Oh God! A board. Patrick, <laughs> not by us.
3: Each board is one syllable. <laughs> it's so inefficient. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna just wow. walk up to this. I'm just gonna walk up to Nuggets, Captain Nuggets, and and say, uh, in case it wasn't. In case it wasn't nuggets. obvious enough, we need to talk to you pretty urgently.
0: He just looks at you. He's like, All right, enough with this frippery. What do you want?
3: Um, I say, um, so I got some bad news. Um, a couple of members of our party have been approached by members of your crew. Um, Looking to strike up something of a mutiny against you. Um, we, you know, members of your crew approached us. Um, we decided that you did nothing wrong to us. They seem like they want to become more rapey, pillagey, stabby, stabby pirates. Um, so we thought we'd come and tell you that, that, um, sleepy and some of your crew are, um, are plotting to to mutiny when we reach El Bastardo.
0: As he looks at you, his whole composure doesn't crack once. You don't see an ounce of emotion in his face. He is almost a poker player. As you finish your story, he doesn't even ask you for any kind of extra information. He just stares at you, almost calculating, make me a persuasion check.
3: Oh, boy. Ooh, pretty good. Uh, 21.
0: 21. And that is where we're going to leave this week's episode.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love it.
0: You'll <laughs> <laughs> have to wait till next week to find <laughs> out what he does. <sighs> Well, there you go. That was an episode that had just about everything in it, from sea shanties to sexual liaisons to animal cock blocking. It really did Frank
1: discussions
0: about consent. Yes, it did. Bestial consent is important. (laughs) Um, (laughs) A possible other name for the episode. Um, (laughs) Right, well, there we go. I'm going to go and divvy up some XP to the players, but there's no point in the listeners hanging around for that because it is just needlessly boring. So hopefully you've had fun. Hopefully you hung around through the tense dissemination of information about Bolivia at one point. Um But yes, if you're still here, thank you very much for sticking with us. And can we get a big goodbye for our listeners?
2: Goodbye!
1: Goodbye. Don't, don't forget, this is your stop. You better go off the
0: train. I'm just going to cut it there. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't need any more than that. That's, that's a very creepy note to, to, to end. Hey, pod, it is just me again. Before we let you go, we just wanted to say a big thank you for tuning in for another dollop of fun-packed fantasy fuck nuggetry. Well, 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 mutiny is afoot. And I was sure the players were going to try and steal the ship as well. Who knew they had integrity and morals? Not me. You'll have to tune in next week to find out how Dutch Nuggets takes the news. Seeing as you made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never missing another episode again? But yet, if you're feeling fruity, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on? All of your reviews and recommendations go a really long way to spreading the word of our misadventures, and we appreciate them. If you fancy chatting to us about anything you've heard, your best bet is to find us on Twitter, where you can find us at Adventurers ANO number one. But you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. So, that just leaves time to say a huge goodbye from Chris, Matt, Reggie, and myself. We're all off to dust off our Ladybird book of piracy. And with any luck, we'll see you back here next week. Happy adventuring, my friends! And remember, stay tips.